You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. <laughs> I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America Presents The Ashley Simpson Show, episode two. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain, we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of The Ashley Simpson Show by rewatching all eight episodes. Coming up in episode two, we have more stripy scarves, a cameo from Jessica Simpson's huge hair, and multiple references to Hilary Duff. I am Ben. I'm Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And this is the Ashley Simpson <laughs> Show. Rock and roll, man! Yes, <laughs> So this episode is called Ashley versus her label. Misleading. <laughs> Ashley succumbs to her label. Yeah. Ashley gives in to her label's demands. <laughs> Ashley's like, yeah, all right. Ashley talks too much about Josh. That's what I would have called this episode. <laughs> yeah. So we're back at the condo. Now, I did make some more kind of, I tried to pause and look for any road signs or mm. anything, but I couldn't find any. But I did notice it's got some really beautiful paneling, like egg yolk yellow paneling mm. on the exterior. And you can see that she's definitely got a top floor one with the double height. <laughs> but the double height windows also have a balcony. And oh. we've not been on that balcony. No, real eggy yellow. Yeah. A lot of color going on here because we go inside. And she's holding up a pair of green converse. <laughs> Green cons. Green cons. And we get some kind of more footage of Josh from episode one, which we've already seen 7,000 times while she starts kind of packing up his shit. And we've got another dream sequence of Ashley singing a different song Mm. in the studio intercut with all of this. Did you notice the tassels hanging from her her chest of drawers, her dresser? I didn't. You know when (laughs) someone's got like keys and they've got like a long tassel hanging in the keys? (laughs) Gorgeous. Yeah, really beautiful. Very like... Almost the prototype for those macrame wall hangings that have taken over so much now. Just a few little tassels hanging from the walls. Like a hangy bit of, of <laughs> I cotton. Hate those fucking macrame things, you know I do. Again, World Market. Shout out to World Market. <laughs> she's, she's doing a lot of flat cap work in these scenes. Um, this song is called Love Makes the World Go Round. <laughs> I, uh, I had to pull up her discography and, and see what it was when she was singing that. Yeah, in the, the kind of dream uh, performance space that she's in. So she kind of, before we, we do, we fly to New York City, but it's all kind of happening in like one big montage. Yeah, because you're right. We do have a shot of her wearing a flat cap. Okay, but we're now in a different car because we're in NYC in a limo. Yeah. Yeah, she's eating chips. Now, I noticed it was a blue bag of chips. Mm. So what is a blue bag of Lay's? What flavor would that be? Salt and vinegar? Oh, good for No, her. no, but I think it's like a dark blue. India's magic masala? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't, I don't trust that or believe that. No, I think I don't it was like that. Cool Ranch Doritos, maybe at best, <laughs> if not just ready salted, <laughs> ready salted, ready salted. We get a great kind of clown moment for her where she's on the phone and she's talking about how she's just so glad to be out of LA and away from like Josh and men. Yeah. And then she spies a horse and horse and buggy and then immediately switches and goes, oh, I wish I was here with a boy so I could ride in the horse buggy. A horse, bu- like a horse 
horse and cart, horse and carriage. Well, yeah, horse and carriage. But she calls it a horse buggy. Do you notice? Very pioneer, a buggy. <laughs> buggy. We get a cameo once again from our new friend, the nub flip phone. Mm-hmm. That little nub aerial. This one looked black and the other one was silver, but I'm not sure if it was just in the dark. What's well, also confusing, well, maybe she's got a work phone. Yeah. It's also confusing because in another scene, she's got one that's got one of those pull-out aerials, mm. you know, that definitely breaks. I feel like she's probably got four or five phones that she's losing and leaving in different places. Yeah, Tina's just, fall- <laughs> Tina's like wandering around calling them all. And I have noticed she's not wearing a seatbelt in that limo. <laughs> she is wearing a flat cap. She is wearing a flat cap. To be fair, a limo in New York is probably not moving very fast. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Have you ever been in a limo? Uh, no. Oh, don't think so. I've been in one in New York City. I think I would have known if I'd been in one, right? Yeah. I mean, should we get one when we go to New York with Teddy? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and you can, like, stand out the, yeah. the sunroof like okay. you're in big. So we, we pull up to Le Parc Meridien. <laughs> now, where is that hotel, Ben? I'm sure you looked it up. Of course I looked it up. <laughs> it's no longer in existence. Okay. I think it's... Like Midtown? I, I don't fully know. It's no longer an... Ex- <laughs> She's Midtown. Yeah, just really kind of shrug of a place. Inside the room, though, there is a Sony CD cassette combo. Almost a boombox. Oh, yeah, pretty much a boombox. And she, uh, Ash is just sort of croaking. She's got some music playing and she's just like, uh, uh, bag of chips and the, the chicken masala, ready to saw the <laughs> She's in a very beige room. It's beige, a beige fest of a room. She's using a pink gel pen to write her lyrics. Did you notice that? <laughs> gel pen. Real pink gel pen. I was like, oh, she's so girly. <laughs> she's got stains in her t-shirt. Well, this is it. Tell you what, if that gel pen breaks, that's going to cause a stain. <laughs> she's still in her green converse. It's worth noting at this point. That's why she was holding them, because she was going to take them to New York. She's should like, I, should, I, should I pack these? These are my New York shoes. <laughs> my New York shoes. <laughs> Do you remember the show Faking It? Yes. Like the UK show Faking It. There was uh, U.S. listeners. It was like this week Ben's a high-flying hairdresser in Manchester, but he's going to pretend to be a farmer and enter a sheep shearing competition. Right. And there was an episode that was like the opposite. They trained someone up to be a hairdresser <laughs> and then enter a hairdresser competition, and then the judges were then surprised. One of the entrants has only been cutting hair for a week. Who was it? And they guessed the right person. Because the fake person, despite being good at hairdressing, was wearing a pair of Converse that they all said, they're too clean, they look too new. (laughs) Wow. So So specific. So specific. (laughs) So she gets a knock on the door. Who's there? Well, wait, before we even get to the door, there is a shot of the front page of the New York Times. I think it's a a picture and a headline about Osama bin Laden. No. (laughs) It goes from that and then it goes to the door. Past a giant silver... Do you know just that silver? Imagine like a a stand up tan yes, bed. Uh, yes, I did see that. There was a, there was quite a few of those strange fixtures in that room. Some kind of a lot of m- millennium kind of, <laughs> you know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was called like the Millennium Parker Meridian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who is at the door? It's only bloody Steve. Steve Fox, producer. Steve, the producers arrived. Yeah. And they kind of, you know, they settle in and they do appear to be writing a song where she's just screaming the word fuck Hollywood over and over again. And I said, great song. And it's the first of many in my notes where I wrote, rock and roll, man. (laughs) I was, when I listened to some of the excerpts from last week's episode, I couldn't stop laughing at your rock and roll impression. (laughs) And it really spiraled me by myself just doing things like, rock and roll. 
man. Yeah. Oh, no, I've written it a million times in my notes. Don't you worry. <laughs> Do you notice Steve's edgy black nail polish slash varnish? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Quite before his time. He's strumming away in the guitar. He's got some real edgy, edgy things going on. Yeah, I've written here, green cons, <laughs> and then in all caps, fuck the guys in Hollywood. <laughs> so they're going to... They're going to hit the streets. There are. Yeah, this next section I've called the lights of New York City. She's in a striped, a long striped scarf. Well, it, well we find out quite soon that it's winter, so <laughs> this is no longer an ornamental scarf. No. So she's decided to, to go and do something pretty rock and roll, man. <laughs> rock and roll! I'm going to get the top of my earpiece, yeah. man! <laughs> I, I did enjoy some shots of... 2004 New York there mm. was a, a giant lit up Liz Claiborne sign oh. <laughs> and then I noticed that there was a Lowe's in Times Square did Whoa. you see that no I didn't <laughs> I was just saying it that fits though doesn't it oh I thought you meant the hardware store oh no I mean like the hotel the lo- oh wow yeah, yeah that works so the place they go to is the place that Eddie gets <gasps> her belly button pierced in Ab Fab when they go to New York for the door handle episode. Yep. My favorite episode of Ab yeah. Fab. I wrote, I, I, it looked familiar, and I, it was started like something was kind of in my mind, and then you know they cut, they do a shot of that like Avatar blue creature that's in the store, like the, the statue of it. Yeah, and that that's what made me realize it was that because they put that outside the store for Ab Fab. Interesting. Yeah. It must be like a famous. Maybe it's like the place people go yeah. for ear piercing, like, or, or it was for a while. Or it's like in LA, like, gonna get a tattoo in Sunset Boulevard. There's like that right. shamrock tattoo place or right. something. Yeah, she gets that top of her ear pierced. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes and I can see Rock and Roll Man written in caps like quite a few times coming up. <laughs> well, can I just show you mine? <laughs> rock and roll! Rock and roll! <laughs> Surprised they didn't go to the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> that woman that worked in the piercing place was pretty rock and roll. <laughs> she was mostly rock and roll because she really was not happy about being on camera and being on the show. She did not give a fuck. <laughs> she was like, here's the thing. It's going to hurt. You might die. You might lose your ear. It might. Don't let any fluids go near it. Yours or otherwise. Just fucking like chill out and we're going to like put a hole in your ear. <laughs> I loved her. Yeah. So that happens. It's very yeah. underwhelming. It's also essentially... A scene where Ashley's Ashley's getting her ear pierced. Yeah, with a grown man. Yeah. So they decide to do something pretty rock and roll, man. They're going to get a Christmas tree. Turns out it's Christmas. Bloody Christmas. It's Christmas. Didn't even notice till they showed like a little kind of a light up like cherub and played a bit of Christmas music. And then I was like, oh, it's Christmas. Yeah. So they decide that they're going to get a Christmas tree from a, a vendor on the street for her hotel room. I would like to know from New Yorkers, maybe like Teddy... In New York, if you're buying your tree, do you just get it from a guy in the corner of the street? I can imagine. Because I guess there's no, like, parking lots where you go to. Right. Yeah. Must be. Yeah. Maybe parks? I don't know. Oh, that's true. That feels like a place you could get a tree. Maybe. <laughs> so then we have this scene where it's a very long shot and scene of... Oh, my God. They decide we're buying the tree because we want it for the hotel room. Rock and roll. <laughs> and then they're going to get a stand for it. So the the tree seller guy constructs the stand to put the tree in and then there's like a whole like oh boop, 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 boop. but it's like we don't know this man right and it, it it seems like he actually barely speaks a word of english which right. is fine but he's not a character so this isn't a comedy scene <laughs> no it's very it's also i wrote it's the scene is so ho-hum <laughs> it was so. just like it was just really Ashley complaining about being cold. Yeah. And like, like it's just one thing. Bopping around in the street because she's cold. I could forgive them if 
it was Ashley constructing it and it right. wasn't working. But a random man who isn't speaking, I have no comedic investment in this. Yeah, Steve's very patronizing to him and I was annoyed. Is Ashley wearing fingerless gloves? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Very Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Very, what they called the wet bandits. Marvin thingy. They were oh, yeah. real fingerless glove types. And then they get pretty rock and roll man by sneaking the tree back into La Parca Meridien. <laughs> and I kind of got quite annoyed at the thought of this because I thought about all the pine needles falling onto the, the carpet. And also just the fact that when she checks out, they're just going to have to throw a tree out. Yeah. That really annoyed me. She's definitely just left that tree. Yeah. But she's like, oh, but someone will like that. Yeah. It's like, no, they won't. All you've done is really inconvenience a group of people. Well, they charged her. Yeah. Well, she's rock and roll man. Tree removal. <laughs> Speaking of rock and roll, man, Stan arrives from Sugar Ray, man. <laughs> Every morning as a better get a better better, I'm up for a stupid bed. Now, question for you. Global question. They're, Global. They're writing in New York. Why Why is this happening? <laughs> in last episode, they were all in LA writing. Later in this episode, they're in LA writing. Why are we in New York? I feel like they, they got like a free trip from like the Parker Meridian or something. Mm. I, I wrote my final note of this whole trip to New York is what a waste of money that trip was. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? We're going to stay up all night. We're going to write. I'm convinced that Ashley painted and put up her own art in the hotel room. There's three pictures behind them that are like, like a red, orange and green, almost like a traffic light, but they're like individual square little kind of canvases. And yeah, it looked like a child had done them. Yeah. She also, at one point, when they stay up all night writing, she has like a giant, I don't know what those flowers are called. They're the ugliest flowers. They look like a giant, like the size of your hand, like a giant daisy that's a bright color. Disgusting. (laughs) She's got one of those in her hair. (laughs) What's happening? Well, they're just just being rock and roll, man. And then um, there's kind of a a shot of just like, I sent you a screenshot of it, just a great shot of like all this discarded paper, her pink gel pen lyrics, and then her phone just in a big pile on the floor. Then we see another pile, and it seems they seem to really zoom in on a, what I believe to be a Ziploc bag filled with sunflower seeds. I wrote the exact same thing. <laughs> and then I wrote, rock and roll, man! <laughs> Think like... Forget bags of Coke. Yeah, b- a b- bag of seeds. <laughs> bag of sunflower seeds. Oh, God, that must be so dry. But actually, it's fine because there are multiple plastic bottles yeah. of water strewn around the room. Yeah, you know, she's just reached right into those mini bars and just grabbed all the water that's in there. Mm-hmm. When she's stand, at one point she's standing in the sofa. Mm. Uh, did you see the the boots she's wearing? Oh, her UGG boots. Yeah, of course <laughs> oh, I noticed. No, her no, no, no. She wasn't wearing UGG boots. She was wearing oh, not? a slouchy heeled zip up boot. Oh, I thought. Oh, the UGG boots is with the next day. She's wearing UGG boots when she leaves. Well, when I mean, you got to travel, <laughs> travel in an UGG. Now I couldn't make head nor tail of what they were writing. It did just seem to involve her kind of going. Yeah. Yeah. Then she, she wraps it up the next day by saying, like, New York is such a cool vibe. You can step out of your life and look back at your at your life. And then I was like, that's actually fair. Like, New York is cool. And when you go somewhere like New York, if you don't live there, it is like, I don't know. Yeah. She's, she's making a very general point about travel. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, I'll give you that. When we go to New York next month, I am going to at one moment yeah. be like, do you know what? It's such a cool vibe. It's such a cool vibe. Such a cool vibe. We get a tiny moment of her rollicking around in a luggage cart. Yeah. Which is 
pretty R and R. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got more of that shot in the preview. Yes, absolutely. Than, than the actual episodes. It's strange that she flew alone, seemingly alone across the country, and then those two middle-aged men flew, and they just the three of them hung out in a hotel room, and then everyone went their separate ways. It just. I just, I, I'm not sure about the logistics of this trip whatsoever. It seems very odd. Yeah. Almost like it was filmed at a different time to the rest of the show. I don't know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like maybe maybe. To, to really paint the picture of her being a, a rock and roll writer. Yeah. So we're back in fucking LA, man. Mm. And we need to record all these these drab songs that we've been hearing being written. We're going to go to, to Stan's garage studio, his garage conversion. What's, what's going on in the interior of this? Oh, I, 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 I didn't. I got too distracted by that big pile of snacks that she's sitting in front of. Oh, what's in the snack pile? I couldn't get. It was again. It was too blurry to get actual brands, but it was just like three different things of cookies. Oh, and like maybe four or five bags of chips slash crisps. Mm, I was I was gonna predict maybe like a red vine, and they all seem to be open. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How much would our girl Ash just? We're speaking about it earlier. A giant Millie's cookie <laughs> yeah. with like, and, and you could ice on it, rock and roll. <laughs> and then what she would do, she would take a bite, but then she'd like throw it at someone. Yeah. Because she's rock and roll. That's fun. That's how she gets those stains on her t-shirt. <laughs> at this point, she announces to uh, Stephen Stan that she saw Josh last night. And I said, wow, these grown men are so sick about hearing about Josh. So this 19-year-old is telling them about this guy that she once dated and she's speaking to like two 45-year-old men. And they're both just like... In a, in, a gar- in a garage conversion. Like you can hear Stan or Steve, whichever one it is, he really goes like, he's like, oh, maybe it'll just get better if you don't see him. Yeah. <laughs> so inside the garage conversion, there is like a string of flags. It's kind yeah. of like they hosted a Eurovision party. Yes. That kind of vibe. <laughs> Yeah, and she's the whole setup is the what I like about it is that in a traditional recording studio, the artist is like facing the the kind of writers, producers, and all the kind of control stuff. But I like in this setup, Stan and Co are facing the wall in one direction, and she's facing the other wall in the other direction. So no one is looking at each other. Like he's having to like look at his computer and turn around to be able to see <laughs> her, and she's fully just facing a wall. At one point, she, she's just holding on to the wall quite a lot. She didn't plan. He didn't plan that conversion no, very well, did he? Not at all. So. She's talking about recording vo- vocals and she's dead picky about her vocals because she's a true artist. I've written in all caps. And at one Never point... Be That's what she's trying to get. And she she needs a moment outside because she's just not hitting these vocals. So she goes outside. I don't quite know what happens, but then she bloody locks her keys in the car. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> <laughs> so then it looks like they call AAA. Translation, the AA yep. in the UK. Not Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> and then the AA guy brings, what well, a contraption that essentially looks like a coat hanger. Yeah, it's just a, lo- a long coat hanger that he tries to pluck the door open with. Yeah. Well, it looks like they, they try and like break into the, the trunk slash boot. Can't do it and then have to like hook the door open from the inside. She very unhelpfully tells him to not set off the car alarm again. And he go, he's like, I can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, um, can we not set off the alarm again? He's like, it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's this whole very long extended scene of them trying to get in the car. And then she simply just announces, oh, my dad's going to bring a spare key. I was like, the whole time I was like, where's the spare key? Right. <laughs> I'm not going to break into a car. But I guess she, she really, she alluded to the fact that Papa Joe was driving a long way and wasn't happy about it. So I, I, I can't imagine where it would be to and from but it felt like 
deep deep valley to Hollywood. Hollywood. I think they might they might be like early Silver Lakers. Yeah, I think that so. could have been where they were. And like, and the Simpson clan is like real high up, like Tarzan, right up near Tarzana, like Ventura kind of way. Yeah, real like. <laughs> I, I, at this point, I do just want to say to listeners. So far, this episode is utter trash. Oh, things get good. <laughs> yeah, Yo, no, nothing is happening at yeah, the moment. Nothing's happening. Things get good. So just please, just please bear with us. <laughs> so, dad brings this, the bear key. Then they're sing- she's recording a song called Fly Away. Yes. The only lyrics I can kind of get from this is it sounds like she's going, Pajama, mama, 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 pajama, mama, mama, mama. It's <laughs> like, wow, Fly Away sounds great. Is it about flying in your pajamas? Who knows? Fly away in your pajama, jamma, jamma. <laughs> oh, I got stains on my pajamas and... Lots of good cutaways of Papa Joe with headphones on, just being like, mm, yeah, mm, music. R&R, man. Music. Do you think he was doing that when Jessica was recording... Uh, with you, with you, or like irresistible, irresistible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He's irresistible <laughs> more than just physical. I feel like I feel like Joe prefers pop to rock. Mm. I think Tina might be the rock chick of that family of yeah. the parents. <laughs> Essentially, underwhelming scene, and it ends with uh, "Rock Steady" by No Doubt playing. <laughs> dun, 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 no, dun, dun, dun. Hell, hella good, isn't that what it's called? It's a gonna keep on dancing. Oh, it's from the Rocksteady album. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Not to be confused with Rocksteady, the song by All Saints. Rocksteady and I'm ready to go. Then later that night, I think it's later that night, she's wearing pearls over a rugby top and there's a lit candelabra on the floor. And she's chatting away to them and she says that she's nervous for Creepy Jordan, the record exec, to hear the demos. Yeah. But did you hear what Steve said when he answered the door? No, what was it? He literally said, rock and roll. (laughs) 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 I'm not joking. She like opens the door and he's like, rock and roll. (laughs) I was like, Steve, 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 Steve. (laughs) Or Stan. I can't really tell them apart. Steve and Stan. Well, they're not going to last long, so don't worry about it. Yeah, she's really dressed like a nervous bumblebee in this scene, isn't she? <laughs> she got one of her friends with her. Yeah, c- can't keep a track of those friends. Uh, no, those there's, extras. There's a blonde one. There's a blonde and a brunette, and I can't get a clear look at their faces. Especially the brunette, she's always in a very low flat cap. cap, and it's, it's hard to get like she's kind of in shadow. Even later, when they go for that meal, still like we get a full scene with them. Couldn't couldn't get an eye of them that restaurant we'll get there oh, we'll get there it looks like they're filming there later in the season as well i think it's one of the only places they could get oh, I looked a it, release I looked, for i looked it up yeah me too <laughs> okay and then i just wrote you know the idea of like this gross man critiquing the efforts of a 19 year old female yeah just grim ring well that nub phone <laughs> it's, a, it's a new day it's a new day and that nub phone's ringing off the hook we're back in the egg yeah <laughs> the egg <laughs> that's what i'm calling our apartment oh okay cool egg yolk. oh the egg yolk yeah <laughs> we're back inside the egg <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then it's either steve or stan one of them one, one of the 45 year old men one of the s's she's in fluffy slippers calls <laughs> oh, i bet she loves a slipper bet i bet she would like to stay in pajamas all day yeah. That's very much her vibe. Jordan, the creepy record, record exec, doesn't like the demos. Yeah. And apparently the, the vibe is they want her to be more edgy. Like? Hilary Duff and Kelly Clarkson. And then Ash <laughs> says, Hilary Duff, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> and I've written fair. And then I like that she says, I think she's a doll, but I, I don't want to be doll. like that. And then it's quite revealing. She's genuinely like, you know, they did this to Jessica. They wanted yeah. her to be, they wanted her to be Brittany and it just didn't work. Yeah. And we all know how that turned out. And then, and then I've got this direct quote. What's the point of being an artist if I'm going to be like Hilary Duff? Yeah. And she's not wrong. Yeah. We've just talked about Hilary Duff on our main You Were Prime episode. And look, the Dignity album, love it. She's not edgy. She's That's not... a wild statement to make. Yeah. If you if you stack up everything musically between those two, Ashley Simpson is way edgier than Hilary Duff. Ashley, Ashley Simpson's like in Megadeth. Yeah, <laughs> completely. <laughs> I'm hungry. Where are we going to go? Let's go to Michelli's. 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 Now, let me just click on the... The links, we can look at the menu, we can decide what we're going to order. I believe it's known as the best pizzeria in California, according to their oh. website. Since f- 1949. Well, no, there are two locations. We need to go to Michelli's on Coanga. Not Las Palmas. Not Las Palmas. Now, this location, I don't know if you looked on a map, it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, no, you, let know, me... you know when you're on the 101? Hang on, I'm going to I'm gonna put the... <laughs> Just look at the map. I'm going to put the, the address into... To Google Maps, hold on. Oh, <laughs> describe to our listeners this location, please. Oh my goof! All I know is, as soon as the page opened up, the main bulk of this is the 101 freeway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it is just just off of the 101. It is next to a place. Uh, there's a dispensary there now, and a place called Vibe Cycle, and a place called the Baked Potato nearby. That's a jazz bar, and it's it, it's it's, just, it's directly across the street. And by street, I mean like the 10 lane freeway. From Universal City Walk. Oof, my goof. Utter nightmare. I um, would like to go there. I am interested in this restaurant. It looks kind of, it looks kind of fun. I'm gonna. We des- should give it a try. I'm gonna describe the menu as heavy. That's what I would say. Yeah. I love a pasta, but look I- at the look at the color on the the popular item Aunt Annie's Angie. original. Angie. Well, Angie's original. Sorry, that is that red is very. I can feel my heartburn <laughs> from here. <laughs> if you scroll down, all the photos have been taken with a different camera in a different decade. Oh my god, the linguine with garlic and olive oil is very close up. The meat or the meat cheese ravioli, <laughs> that has been put in a microwave. That cheese on top is I'm going to use a real UK expression that looks like a cow pat. <laughs> a cow pat? <laughs> Do they have a tiramisu? If they've got a tiramisu, I'll go. Desserts, Uncle Frank's tiramisu. <laughs> well, we're going. Damn, we're going. Fuck it, we have to go. Okay. Drink-wise, now first of all, it's very dark in here. Yeah, it's not lit for television. No, it's very dark, red-hued. I think Ashley's ordered either a lemonade or an Arnold Palmer. Mm. Or an iced tea. I can see a Diet Coke on the table as well, belonging to one of the faceless, what, blonde or brunette. One of the gals. And then a couple of kids trot over, don't they? Yeah, we hear hear a very pushy parent off-camera saying... Please, can I introduce you to these two future superstars? And Ashley Simpson's like, oh. oh, the kids are superstars. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were talking about no, Ashley. It's a pushy parent. Like, I don't think he knows who anyone is at that table. He just sees a camera crew. It's and like it's someone's like, gonna be someone's famous. Yeah. Push these kids into frame, basically. And she's she does makes a very valiant effort here, and she's like, oh, okay. And then he's the parent. You hear him say, she's doing a commercial with Hillary. And time slows down and you see Ashley go, no! For for a Canadian department store. Yeah. Yeah, for a Canadian department store. Love it. 
Very specific. <laughs> Nothing says Canadian department store to me more than Hillary Duff. <laughs> Get that coin. As we found out earlier today, she's worth $30 million, apparently. Yeah. I kind of summed up what they're talking about. I said, then these dingbats sit around and talk about Josh and breakups. And I said, they're a real flat cap brigade. <laughs> the friend's advice is, you know, it's best not to like fall in love until you're 25 and then get married. Yeah. Real bunch of dingbats having a, oh. having that watery linguine or whatever it was. I don't want to be, what, what do you think they ordered? It, I mean, it didn't look like, it looked like they just had a, a couple of drinks and left. A maybe, couple of soft drinks. Maybe like a garlic bread. Yeah. Like to pick at. Or maybe like one pizza that they all kind of just picked at. Yeah. And then left when they realized that it was annoying in there. Now this is where the episode turns and things get... <laughs> meaty not that meat from aunt angie's lasagna whatever it was but things get good i've called this section the josh, voicemail oh. well, or the voicemail josh drams so what happens so we hear in voiceover uh, she's driving somewhere and she's she's telling us a voiceover that josh left her called her and then left some really mean and hurtful messages on her phone and this scene, which phone <laughs> this scene kicks off with tina just being like mama tina being like delete it don't even listen to it delete just it delete it just delete she's, it she's fizzing she is she's fuming and then who have we got we've got a gorgeous vision of a woman in a pink what is she wearing like a pink kind of cardigan i believe or a pink sweater we have jessica ann simpson or whatever her middle name is yeah who knows <laughs> jessica Jennifer jennifer simpson with her blonde rapunzel hair yeah she's in full jessica simpson drag she is i've written here oof it must have been hard being jessica's younger sister yeah Definitely. I mean, she looks, uh, she's, she looks otherworldly. Yeah. Very glossy. She looks very glossy, yeah. doesn't she? And uh, I, I like that they're dressed in, uh, so Jessica's dressed as like in pink and she's dressed as very Jessica. Mm -hmm. And I love that Ashley's also in pink, but because she's rock and roll, man, she's in a striped pink top. Girl, cool, cool, she's cool, doing cool, cool. girly, but she's still rock and roll, man. So in this alleged voicemail... <laughs> Oh, it's alleged. Jo jo um, I think it's real because Ashley's pissed. Ashley's saying, you know, Josh ripped apart my parents. He ripped apart every one of my friends. Mm. And someone in the group says he's a piece of work. Yeah. And you can tell they wanted to swear. Yeah. They're good Christian women, Jessica and, and uh and Tina. Then, and then Tina's like, would well, you know what? We paid for all of his crap. I paid for all of his shit. What did she pay for? I know. I bet. I feel like clothes and she bought a few of those flat caps for him, I think. Mm, the Abercrombie tea. Yeah. And I bet they, maybe they paid for like studio time for him to record some music about Ashley or something like that. Yeah. And then there's a reference to Cristal Champagne. Yeah. It's that Josh, Josh was boasting to her about how he's going out with some other girl and how she's dropping $2,000 on Cristal Champagne. Josh. Someone, I heard someone off camera, Tina or Jessica say, okay, P Diddy. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a reference. I got to say, this is quite a trio. This scene is real. Powerful. And Jessica and <laughs> Tina are pissed. Yeah. And they're right. Josh sounds like a total loser. Also, in the background of this scene, there's a lot of fanning around with clothes and hangers that are happening at the same time. I couldn't quite work out what was going on, but yeah. it felt like felt like Tina and Jessica, like, actually spray, like, like laid out on a sofa complaining, but... Jessica and Tina seem to just be taking things off of hangers and putting things on hangers. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I also think for all like the coming up in this episode, the previews from last episode, we got fucking Ashley on a 
a luggage cart. <laughs> right. This is the scene. Yeah. This is great. when it's happening. Well, it was, it, this was so exciting because we didn't know it was coming, right? No, I'm glad it, they didn't That's true, that's it. true. <laughs> and then... It's like, we're, we forced ourselves to watch this. We, we don't need to be convinced that it's like, oh, this is fun. That we're really rewarded with this scene. Um, Ashley thinks that seeing the side of Josh is going to help her get over him. She's true. She's right. And then Ashley also says, she's going to pray for him. Yeah. And Jessica rounds the scene out by just calling him a loser. Fair. Which I think must have really got to him. Yeah. I wonder if he still thinks about that now. <laughs> Josh Henderson. He's, sometimes he's just like, oh, sees Jessica Simpson's face. He's like, oh. What about a picture of Josh? And underneath, almost like a movie review, it said <laughs> loser dash Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson. Well, I think you know what you're making for... For socials. Oh, God. <laughs> What's she drinking in this scene? Do you, you see? Oh, I didn't see. Red Bull. <laughs> of course she is. Right, do you know what? She may be in New York, she may be dating, but she's a bloody recording artist. She's a signed recording artist. She's got to get to Geffen. Let's get to Geffen. <laughs> now, I said, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I got a kind of bit of a pit in my stomach, and mainly because she seems really nervous, and as she arrives, she says, sorry, I'm late, and I'm like, oh, Ashley! <laughs> You're really, you're really self-defeating here if you're going to keep turning up to Geffen late. <laughs> so what's Ashley wearing in this scene? <laughs> I literally wrote, her outfit is bananas. It's ba- I it- mean, it's the color of bananas. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got, she's got a lot of layering of tops. Mm. Like layering of green tops? Yeah, and yellow. And yellow. Like a ripe and an unripe banana. Okay, she's doing full Chiquita <laughs> banana, the full range. Yeah, there, there appear to be lots of plastic... It's a lot of plastic jewellery hanging off her body on the hands, around the neck. Well, it's that... Do you remember that era when we were at uni, which was this time? I really remember my friends who were at Edinburgh Uni, they would all go to, like, Topshop. And it was almost like that revival of 60s plastic, bold-coloured jewellery. Always so many, like, plastic circular discs and and bracelets and things like that. (laughs) It's very much that vibe. So, oh, do you notice any of the posters in the wall? No, I didn't. Nirvana. Oh. So it's Papa Joe and it is Ash and they go see Creepy Jordan. Yeah. And Jordan greets them. He's like, hey man, how's it going? How you doing? Good man. Yeah. All right. Rock and roll. Not to use a real 90s phrase. So he says to her that he's got the demos in and he basically says, you're not singing on these demos. And I think he's implying that she's kind of just going, like we heard her doing Mm -hmm. in all the writing sessions. Mm -hmm. He's kind of implying that she doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's, yeah, that, that she's not, yeah, she's not making enough effort, basically. And then there's this moment where I'm like, wait, are Steven Stan getting thrown under the bus here? Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I, I said at this point, she leaves Steven Stan in the dust because Jordan <laughs> says to her, look, we're going to get new producers. We're going to get new writers. You're going to work with some new people. And she's like, uh, uh, okay. But then she, so she's excited to work with other writers and producers, but. To be fair to her, she does say, you know, I did do 18 songs with Stephen Sun, and I hope, you know, one of them gets on the album, which is fair. I think three of them did. Okay. I think. I looked at, when I was looking, when I was trying to work out what that song was at the beginning, I, I, it looked like she co-wrote maybe three of them. Mm. I think that's right. One thing that I would like to introduce, because we are at the end of this 22 minute episode. Uh, (laughs) What do you think is the most rock and roll moment of this episode? Is it not wearing the seatbelt? Is it dragging a tree into a hotel room that's clearly been comped? Is it, I don't know, like the daisy in the hair? Is it? <laughs> I think it's the moment where she's standing on the sofa in the hotel room. Just, she, just like songwriting man. Because sofas are for sitting man. And also, she's wearing boots. She's not even barefoot. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll accept that. Then we get a cheeky little uh, next time on Ash. 
What have we got going on? She's so she, it's kind of her like trying out recording new stuff, and she's working with. And then she says, "I'm working with Ryan Cabrera," Mm-mm. and then she says she's going to be in his new video. And we get a scene of the two of them in a restaurant, and it was the same restaurant, same restaurant, Michelli's, whatever it was called. Oh my god, I'm, I'm excited to see what they order. Yeah, so, that, so we're going to go back there again. This is why we have to go because it's going to appear twice <laughs> in this show, and um, yeah. That's oh my god! I've just seen something really devastating. What? I just looked at the uh, the track listing for the album again. Oh no, Stephen Stan! Only one song by Stephen Stan made it in. Which one? Uh, Unreachable, the one from last episode. Unreachable. <laughs> well, you know what? One song. They probably got paid for all their time. Yeah, I hope so. It's fine. Also happening next week in the music video. She's like, don't tell Ryan, but I've got a little surprise for him. Oh, God. And then we get some horrible close-up snogging. Snogging. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about this before, but I've just looked up who wrote Piece of Me. Pieces mm. of Me. Cara Guadalajara. Is Gina, Gina Guado, or whatever that woman's <laughs> called from San Andreas. <laughs> Carla Guadrino. Oh, God, I can't get any of their names. Cara Dioguardi and Carla Guadino. <laughs> That's not to, hard to say all not of them to be together. confused with that Real Housewife of Australia woman, Gino Gino Leandro. What's her name? Gina Liani. Gina Liano, <laughs> Carla Gorgino, Cara Diaguada. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> I've got a retroactive, retrospective thought and suggestion. Mm. So you know the song, like you know we had Lady Marmalade yeah. with all the gals and that. We had Bang Bang with all the gals and that. Imagine early 2000s rock chick group of all the biggest rock chicks at the time. <laughs> so you would have Ashley Simpson, Avril Lavigne. Oh. Who else do we want to have in there? Another real rock chick. Hilary Duff. Hilary Duff. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. She'd, she'd really be the, she'd be the Christina of that. Of that yeah. <laughs> the Motley crew. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Oof, my goof. You, now, what? I just need to say, just on reflection of, at the end of this episode, apart from that scene with Jessica and, and the mum, we are we are wringing out a very sad, damp cloth and getting content out of it, aren't we? <laughs> this, this show is, so far, is weak, weak sauce. This might be our thinnest... <laughs> Our thinnest content that we're, we're gleaning stuff from, I think. We're so getting far. a lot though. I oh th- no! Well, I love it. I'm, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm really enjoying myself. But this is this might be our most wafer thin material we've worked with. I think once she's released something, I think things are going to amp up because she's actually going to become famous, and she's not just going to be like picking picking around some old clothes in that condo. Yeah, I re- I, we re- we've got to get out of that apartment. Got to go. I can't take it. We're I already about the egg yolk. I'm already trapped in an apartment in my real life. I don't want to be in it on television. You know. That's pretty much it. Please rate and review us. Go and leave us a message. Email us at... <laughs> leave us a message. Um, <laughs> you're welcome, America Podcast at gmail.com. And you're welcome. Goodbye. Rock and roll, man. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> you are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.